Greetings, and welcome to the Thirsty Mage, the podcast pulling off a Christmas miracle with one last new episode before the end of the year. I'm your host and SMT Prentice, working his way up to scholar, David Lloyd. And this week, Casey and Paige continue their off-the-record Final Fantasy XIV conversation, this time on the record. And David explains why he's glad they didn't bother with a story in SMT5. Having met his Final Fantasy XIV recruiting quota for the year, joining us is Casey Gibson. Well, I'm still on the the grind trying to get David back on the on the wagon, if you will. But uh, he's got too much other things going on. I do. Yeah, I I've been in kind of a weird mood too, where I've just been like playing a couple hours of a bunch of different games. So, well, you could just play a couple hours of Final Fantasy (laughs) 14, and then you'll find yourself wanting to play just a couple more hours. (laughs) I have no doubt of that. That's for sure. And uh, and also joining us is and potentially counting down the days to Final Fantasy Seventeen online. It's Paige Chamberlain. Well, I was going to say that they did um, plan on keeping fourteen active for quite a while because I'm pretty sure if you like you look at financial reports, it's Square Enix's gravy train. I think is the expression now. <laughs> um, well. Although Casey Mess definitely must have done the quota because that's the currently suspended sales for the game. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I saw that. So funny. It's yeah. it's pretty crazy where you're so successful you have to stop selling your game. And meanwhile, <laughs> Blizzard's like, please <laughs> with their with their panhandle out. Yeah, just just a matter of time before uh, maybe Blizzard will just rename World of Warcraft something else to to try to Ugh. rebrand and bring people back or something. Just to, they just, just nuke it. Or or you know what they'll do is they'll have uh, bunny eared in the next patch and in the hopes that uh, it'll bring people back and it's funny that's that's what they would look at final fantasy 14 and think oh that's the reason why you know it's like no it's actually they just beat you down and everything just about yep i don't i don't think their bunnies would look quite as good as the ones that you've got in final fantasy Yeah, I've said those those uh, boy bunnies, man bunnies. I don't know what you want to call them. Uh, <laughs> I guess I guess the male Vieira might would be the proper term. But um, but yeah, yeah, they're around. I'd imagine they look a little bit more evil in World of Warcraft though, if they if they had them, <laughs> a little more menacing. <laughs> They'd probably just look like scary Easter bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm picturing a Christmas story when he comes down in his uh, his pink bunny suit. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that yeah. amazing film. I, 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 I have seen that one. And it's funny you mention that because um, I actually watched a new new Christmas movie that I, I'll recommend everybody. Uh, listeners will probably find this one pretty good, but it's called 8-Bit Christmas. Mm. And it's with uh, Neil Patrick Harris. And it's to me, it's like a spiritual successor to Christmas Story because it's kind of along the same way, except it's for like gamers where... The whole thing is like Neil Patrick Harris is telling his daughter the story about how he got a Nintendo when he was uh, like 10. Yep. Yeah, I actually I saw um, a trailer for that one. I think it's on HBO Max, though. So I need to yeah. see if they have um, some sort of free trial or something. But yeah, that, that movie looks really good. And, I, and I've only heard good things, too. Yeah, it is really good. It, and it nails like anyone growing up in that era, like anyone born in the 80s it's just like a nostalgia trip it's just mm. crazy like they, they got everything spot on to like cabbage patch dolls and the nintendo craze and the way people you're, dressed. you're a it's... big cabbage patch guy right yeah, no nah, I, I just i, I just <laughs> that's, bored in that's the 80s, how he was that's all. <laughs> there, there's some things that you don't have to be a fan of that you know that's that's 80s right there <laughs> i've just pictured david coming home after a hard hard fought practice of hockey you know and he's like all right, finally, I, and then like pushes the Nintendo to the side, and he grabs his new patch, kid. You know, <laughs> but there's a, like the the way that he interacts with his parents is hilarious too. Like his dad is kind of a Mister Fixit and and uh, gets upset in funny ways. Like uh, I think they're in I think they're in Chicago, and he's like yelling at people from Wisconsin. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, yeah, I'm gonna have to check that one out for sure. No, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, have you guys been playing uh, anything besides uh, your Secret Santa gifts or tonight's topic uh, that you want to maybe chat a little bit before we get into the, the main topic? Well, I was supposed to be writing about Voice of Cards, but then I um, did the wonderful thing on Twitch where I forget to download my VOD, so now all my gameplay footage is oh, all no. 
Because <laughs> I did the entire playthrough on Twitch. Uh, it's so annoying that Twitch they, doesn't hold yeah. them for longer. Yeah. And then, and like, plus I usually have to wait because like, I click to download and then I have to wait a good like 10 or so minutes till that actually opens up the video for me to download it after I click that. So it's quite a pain, which is also why I've lost a lot yeah. of thoughts before. Um, Got to switch to YouTube. The only, the only clip. I have of it is like the final boss fight. <laughs> that someone oh, yeah. me, like nothing. The, the one you can't use. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that stinks. Sasha has a lot of funny moments in that, so it's all, it's all good. Well, you just have to replay it before you write the or you make the video at least. So. <laughs> hmm. Well, it doesn't have to be a video, so I can get away with it at least. Mm. It's oh. just like now it's like oh great, and it's a lot harder. I've got my notes, which are a bit gibberish, and then <laughs> no video footage to look at. <laughs> like all right, I beat it like two, three weeks ago. What what did I? What did I jump, think about this game? Yeah, jump on yeah. the YouTube, get a playthrough. Yeah, R- refresh the memory. Yeah, me, I've just uh, chipping away. I haven't played actually SMT in a couple days, but other than than Final Fantasy, it's really been SMT and and Final Fantasy fourteen. Um, I did actually try. Um, there was this weird Matrix demo. Did you guys see that on yeah, a PS five and the new Xbox? Mm-hmm. Haven't downloaded it, but I saw it. Yeah, it's. I would say it's worth downloading because uh, it's only so. Pretty much, there's like a scripted event, which it's uh, like you partake, but you know, you like shoot out tires essentially, and they don't even let you really aim. It like auto locks onto the tires, so <laughs> it's it's very very like meh. But then what they do is they show you because uh, it's really just showing off Unreal Five Engine, right? And like how dope it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and like they they let you out into the city and it's just like this big, huge city and you can just go exploring. You run around, you could drive, um, you could just sort of they say drone. Essentially, you go first party and you just fly around uh, the entire area. And uh, like there's not really much to it aside from just sort of marveling at how cool it looks. Um, and then and the transition from the, the first sort of cut scene and then being free reign, they sort of just show you some of the features of the the uh, system. So, you know, like, oh, you could toggle in between day and night. You could toggle in, you know, and then like, oh, you can toggle something and it shows you all of the moving pieces, like all the cars, all the people. And it just makes them little boxes. So you can just sort of and then like everything else sort of goes like met, not mesh, but you know what I mean? Like see through. So mm-hmm. you can really see how many moving parts are on the screen. And it, it's it's pretty cool. Um, like I said, it's, I mean, I'm sure if you're a Matrix fan, it's probably sort of cool to see like Keanu and, and some other characters, uh, you know, in the, in the game there. But even if you're not a fan, I think it's cool to just sort of be like, wow, this looks awesome. And I can't wait to see, see some like games in here, you know, but it's not, I wouldn't say it's like, oh, you got to kind of thing, but you know, you got a 4k TV and you want to see some like cool visuals. It, I think it's worth checking out. All right, Mr. Mr. Moneybags with the fancy TVs here. Yeah. Yeah. My TV still has spots for the, the, the red, white and yellow <laughs> cables in it. So. You could, you could still hook up your super Nintendo authentically. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just got to pray for your TV to break. Like I did. So that you had to, well, I don't so know because it, it stole. It, it was it also had an inbuilt DVD player, and it's stolen a DVD, and we can't get it out. Oh no! <laughs> My brother had like I mean, it was like a 13 inch. It was his first TV ever, uh, but it had uh, like a VHS DVD combo, and yeah, and I think a DVD got stuck in there and never came out. Yeah, for me, uh, like I said, been playing a few different games, but the one I'll mention this uh, tonight is uh, Valkyrie Chronicles. I think is it the first one. Yes, yeah, it's a remaster of the first one. And I picked it up on Steam a while ago because there was a Steam sale. I think actually I got like the first and the four, the fourth one. I think they were in like a package deal for like 20 bucks. Mm. So I picked them both up and yeah, I'm playing through the first one. And I actually started it a few weeks ago. I think, I can't remember, it was either before SMT5 or just after SMT5 finishing. And the the first couple hours were all right. It, it it was kind of basic, so I didn't really capture like my attention initially. And then yesterday, and then today actually, uh, but starting yesterday, I, I got started it like ah, I'll plow through a little bit. Like it's got to get better than this. And so I got a few levels in, and then all of a sudden I got a tank, and and it changed <laughs> changed changed the whole game. Changed everything. <laughs> it changed everything. Like all of a sudden, like oh, clearly, like the first few were the tutorial, and uh, you know I should have known that. And 
but going forward patience uh, is a virtue david i know i'm <laughs> i'm uh, i guess when you play so many games you you just get really uh, anxious about like yeah, not wanting to waste your time or something potatoes. you know yeah so yeah so I, yeah i got to like the, the fourth or fifth mission and a, a tank comes you know come out and all of a sudden i'm like blowing stuff up running stuff over running people over and i'm like okay this is this is my game now and uh, yeah like i've been just kind of enraptured in that for the past 48 hours so Having a good time with that. So if uh, I know it goes on sale often, so if anyone sees uh, this this holiday season, so far it's a, it seems like a good pickup for ten bucks. Sweet. Oh, and also I was still trying to unlock the missions to Pikmin. Because <laughs> um, want that like, Christmas that Christmas level. Oh uh, yeah, um, and I, th- I think I actually have to do good at the other levels to do it because I've played them all now. Um, and it still hasn't unlocked then like, because it's like I've done the ten, and that's like because it's number eleven, I think, on the list. Still haven't unlocked it. I'm like, like I said, it's just so annoying because on the Wii U, it was just DLC. You could just play it because it was just DLC. Like I, I, I got it through like a, um, my like I think it was my Nintendo to come out before or after. I think no, it came out before Switch because it was like 3DS rewards. Yeah, it was like one of the first yeah. few things of that that I got some DLC via that and I didn't have to pay for it. Um, whereas, just, yeah, I've, I, I have to actually do good at the other missions to unlock this one. <laughs> <laughs> no cheesing. Ten more days left now? No, not even. Nine more. Mm, Nine more days. Yeah, or I've got, it's okay, coming for, fast. For me, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight sleeps. Right? Yep. Week, week in a day. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming up fast. What what what's also coming up fast is the the end of the storyline for Final Fantasy fourteen. Paige has already gotten there. Casey's on his way. I'm and, about uh, halfway home. I know you guys uh, have no shortage of things to talk about it. So why don't you uh, give us some impressions and keep them as spoiler free as you can? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, for me, I already beaten it, and yeah, obviously, I liked it. Mechanically, they did introduce. Uh, um, you know, outside of like actual bosses and stuff, but like the single player type stuff you do, they introduced a lot of things that I'm not necessarily a fan of. Um, one of which is like sort of there's a lot of escorting, so you have an NPC follow you and then you walk to certain points and then you can talk to them about things until you hit the point where you're supposed to get to, and that's kind of cool because you can like you know get photos of you on them and see them in the world a bit more properly but you also can't teleport so with them otherwise so like you have to, <laughs> um and then there was one where I, like i fell in the water accidentally and then i had to go all the way back to where they were and, um so it's, it's, it's a little annoying because you've just gotta walk you can sprint at least but you know if you catch it if you catch a mount in a mount area um you outrun them, right? Yeah, they will fall behind, and I'll be like, you've got to go all the way back now because they're at the starting point. And then another type is the worst one, then escorting is the following missions where you have to follow people oh, without, getting, yeah, without getting spotted. And then you have to wait for them to stop, turn around, and try to look for somebody, and then keep going. Uh, it, we're playing because I played on early access, so people were doing the same stuff at the same time. It was very, <laughs> like good, it people. was very funny because like you can you can only see like the NPC itself because um, it's like like it's, it takes it's not like um, other like, I guess they've been doing anything where it's not like the other dudes where like you get put into an instant so it's other people just see that you're in a cutscene like yeah yeah it's happening on the world but you know you're only seeing your copy of that your NPC. npc yeah so yeah. yeah but you see everyone like standing behind the same rock and stuff and they're <laughs> further ahead and um 
some people were like dragging the monsters in the us and we're just like you're ruining everything um but you can yeah you can you could kind of tell where you're supposed to hide because someone would be like there'd be like five people ahead of you behind the next rock so it's um, funny that like I, I i remember you mentioning that you didn't really like those but for me i, I don't mind um yeah, I guess like it's a little bit more annoying like those ones, right? Because yeah, it's yeah. That you you sort of run to a rock, wait. Yeah, he does the slow turn. Oh, what was that noise? Hmm. So yeah, oh, if you have no to like if you screw up, me. you have to like wait through all of that again too. <laughs> yeah, I guess luckily not to a uh, you know toot my own horn here, but I didn't I didn't screw up on those ones. <laughs> mm. Um, maybe that's why I didn't hate them so much. But uh, <laughs> but it's funny because like in in Warcraft, they like escort quests are certainly nothing new. But like, oh man, especially coming like playing classic, I remember there was an escort quest literally where you'd bring someone. You'd have actually it was a turtle. You had to follow this turtle and you had to get him back to his like mate. And it was the entire zone, and it's super long and super slow. Like no joke, like following this stupid turtle for like 10 to 15 minutes um and, and this is this is classic so like back when things just took like literally forever and then i get to like oh the turtle is so close to its home and then some freaking son of a gun from the like opposite faction rolls through and just murders me mm-hmm. and i get no credit for the quest i remember i was so pissed i was like oh um so these ones where they actually follow you and you just as long as you don't run too fast, seem like really not so bad fad to me. Um, and I, and like running around doesn't bother me either. Like obviously it's nice to get flying eventually. Um, and I'm sure yeah, when like I'm more, <laughs> yeah, more like farming the fates and it. stuff. Yes, yeah, oh, well, you, some I, of them you'll need flying because they're yeah. in areas you can't get to without it. Yeah. So, but like for right now, I don't mind actually just mounting up and running around and just sort of looking. At the world, right? Like, I don't know, that doesn't bother me. Especially since, like, I feel like with Final Fantasy compared to WoW, is that, like, the as far as enemy density goes, like, I feel like when you need to get to objectives in WoW, like, or at least this is, I guess, maybe I'm more thinking aligned to uh, classic WoW more so than in retail, but you couldn't necessarily just weave in and out of enemies super duper easy all the time. Where, like, Final Fantasy, I feel like, Maybe I'll fight one or two enemies if I absolutely have to. Uh, but most of the time I could just like skirt around them and then get to the objective where, um, you know, wow, I feel like it was like, oh, man, I got to have to fight like a million guys to get there. So I think maybe that's why also fly- like the lack of flying doesn't bother me because it's like at least you're still not getting like engaged in, in battle every two seconds. Um Another thing I saw like, on Twitter, people talking about how, you know, playing like the, the early access and the launch period, um, you have you know, certain quests you're doing and then you stand in the area and enemies will pop up, but other people can actually see those and fight them. So you'll have other people um, helping, ki- like, helping, helping you kill your quest guys and then like helping the next person after them with this. Um, yeah, yeah or, like, I've done that know, before. Because um, I'm a tank, I would just like, I just pull all of them. <laughs> yeah. There'd be like you six of the guys and there should be two me. each. Like, yeah. Um, so yeah, like, it's really fun seeing that. And then even... There's a side quest um, where, like, you can, like, there's, like, you know, one of the blue quests to do, you know, you do those blue quests because you want to unlock the ether currents. And mm-hmm. I did pretty much, because you get those blue quests and then you get, like, sometimes those quests will have another quest after them because it's, like, a little storyline with some cutscenes. And typically I did all of those up until I hit max level just before the last chapter of the game. So then I stopped doing them because it was <laughs> like all that EXP gone away. Award, yeah. Um, but yeah, one of them was uh, you're using like a like the Magitech, like the normal, like the two-legged one. Um, and then so two other people were doing a side quest, so then we're just like walking together with our Magitech. <laughs> <with> <laughs> uh, it was fun. It's just fun to see stuff like that. Um, although now I'm not playing because I, you know, I took the, I took that weekend off to play in August and I'm playing during off peak hours again and it's, just, it's starting to feel empty again <laughs> and I'm just like but I want I, I want to do some of the world bosses I want some of those mounts some of that stuff. Yeah, don't uh, they do like like trains like where like yes yeah, people yeah. okay I, I haven't experienced one of these yet but I've um, heard of like the rare trains or whatever they're called. 
Yeah, I have, um, there was this thing for, like, the seventh anniversary last year of Final Fantasy XIV, you could submit a photo, and the first, like, however many people did it would get it printed out, so that's, like, what my photo was, like, of a train, just a screenshot <laughs> I had. Uh, yeah, so that's, like, yeah, the escorting and the following, which is the more, a slightly more annoying one, because their, their vision is, like, come on, as if you can see me, get away. Yeah, yeah. right. Well, that's what, well, are, you're not a Lollafell, right? No. Yeah, well, that, that's why I got to be a Lollafell. You hide right behind those <laughs> rocks, <right>. nice and easy. <laughs> um, and then one thing I think that like it initially bothered me was some of the like you know the solo instances stuff, but then it's more just like because they shake things up, you're a bit like, oh, what, what am I doing? But then like uh, you know, I fail if I go through the second time. I know, like, because it was like a stealth one. With, oh, with with Thancred. Thancred, yeah. Yeah, but then yep, it was. I, Mm-hmm. I didn't read the abilities. Yeah, you did. I'm like, yeah, and then that's thing. like they've done it in previous expansions where it's like you're playing as another character suddenly, and like, all right, and you like if you only play one class, you're just like, okay, so what does this do? And what does this do? And you've got to make sure you're going to make sure you're going to make sure you listen to what the, the other NPCs are saying, otherwise you're not going to be <laughs> fail it. Yeah, um, I was like, what the I, heck is this? Like, how do you do this? And then I'm like, oh, I guess it helps to read. Um, and then. I'm not sure. I'm trying to, like, you, no, I think you've been past it, but I'll, I'll say a minimal about it just to not spoil it because it's a pretty big one. Like, there's one in Gala Mode, and it made me, like, really panic, uh, especially because I think the timer was shorter than the normal time. Like, the normal time was, like, an hour. Um, and then it's it just because it was, it was quite, yeah, again, it was, like, quite different. Um, but then once I got past, like, that first bit, I was like, oh, it's not... It's not so bad. Like, I'll it's just like, I, I hated it at the time because it just, <laughs> it just made me freak out. And I was like, I can't do this. Anxiety I don't know where anything is. Or like, <laughs> I'm dying. Hell. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those are definitely, yeah. yeah because I'm always like, oh, I don't have time to read all this. And then, mean, yeah. But then, then meanwhile, like, oh, meanwhile, if I'm playing as my character, I'm just like, I have a healing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, you know, it's like the one where I'm playing is, yeah, like uh, in previous things, like there was, I think just before and Walker, there's one where you switch between the characters, and it's like, oh, what am I doing? <laughs> oh, a bunch of times, this. right? Yeah, like all yeah. the characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it? It's like they they did they changed things up a bit, decided to do some different things with the single like with the story. I mean, MSQ. Um, and then yeah, I can't. I guess I can't talk too much about story wise, and a lot of people are happy with it. I definitely think it's good. I guess I'm just not like overwhelmingly easily impressed. I'm just like, oh wow, well, this is super. Like, I mean, they did have the task of like finishing the main plot of uh, an MMO story that's been going on for eight, well, eight, yeah, people eight people saying like ten years, like eight years for like this version of the game. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, since, since it stopped sucking. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, because I, I, I don't even necessarily like. I might say something to you guys after the podcast. Over, like, I, there's like one point thematically that I think is a bit kind of just funny, considering I'm playing an MMO. But <laughs> it's it's because like, I, I like the characters, so you know it's good to have the characters start you and the story. Like most, you know, most of the signs are actually with you instead of just. You know, yeah, a couple off of time. Yeah, so that's good. I, I definitely like the new dungeons and the trials. I need to play through them again because I want to get all the minions. I want to get all the mounts. I want, you know, <laughs> it was really get, yeah, fun. Get that loot. It was just really fun playing the um, like why I wanted to play like Russia and play it fresh. Was I wanted to try out the new dungeons with people and we could feel out the mechanics ourselves and like learn how to do them. Yeah, just organically. Like figuring it out. So, like, I had that. Oh, you do have like the trust system in from like Shadowbringers and now where you can do it with NPCs as well. So, often that's kind of easy, easy way to figure out because the NPCs will just order <laughs> just follow where they stand. But um, there was only one, like, you're not up to it yet. There was one dungeon where I did use the trust system because just story wise, I wanted to have that. But otherwise, like, I just wanted the experience of playing it with people. And there was like the thing where, um, the final 
like not the fight, yeah, one of the last dungeons. I don't know if it was the last one, but yeah, we had a bit where we were just <laughs> wiping to the first boss so much, and then someone's like actually read the ability. I was like, oh, where we're supposed, to... yeah, because I'd figured out one part of it, which is like AOEs are like following you around. So I'm like, well, we should all just stand near each other, so then all the AOEs are in the same spot. So we have, you know, <laughs> yeah, um, and yeah. then the, the second part with that is like he casts something on you, and it's if if you don't, if you're not next to somebody, um, then you'll start like walking off in a random direction before he does a big AOE. And I was like, okay, so we need to pair up. <laughs> but it's, it's funny though, because we'll still be like, all right, we need to like be near each other, and then we like split off into half. And I'm like, well, that's good enough anyway, because <laughs> we didn't say what direction. Working on um, the fly. The, yeah, the annoying thing about like the dungeons are like, um, yeah, if you like die boss, you just go like walk all the way back from the start, and then once you've like been that boss, you get like checkpoints, but you still go like <laughs> walk all the way to the next one, and then yeah, then like the next one of that wasn't too hard. It was basically just to split up, and then I would be like, okay, um, we need to do sprint during this. Like there was an AOE pattern. There was like sort of a pattern to it that you could sort of tell. Like it's hard to like you know, actually explain to a person, especially in text chat, but. I just said you sprint when he does this attack because it's super <laughs> fast. Like it's like you, you see it and then it's boom, it hits. So it's, it's like you know, just pop on your sprint yeah, to avoid it. Not a lot it. of time to react. Uh, yeah. Um, so we got yeah, we got like as we went through, it was like we had so much trouble with the first one, and then the other couple only took a few tries. It was just more like the oh, great, we have to walk all the <laughs> like you go here, go to the shortcut, then walk to the next shortcut. <laughs> She's like, oh my god. Yeah, I'm but in it, that, that territory where people are they sort of they know what's going on, so yeah. you don't yeah, you sort of blow through it. Um and then like yeah, and plus like things you take a bit more because um most people don't have like the best gear anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't just overpower it as yeah. as easily. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's like for me, like you said, I, I've sort of missed the the open or the um uh, the early access window because that dang wedding, but um, but yeah, so I'm I'm definitely behind. I I'm on the level 85 quests, so I just like yeah, I'm not obviously I'm not going to spoil anything, but just pretty much saw like a real you know sort of I'd say a big set piece moment has happened, and now it's like all right, what's going on next? You know, I'm in that sort of <laughs> that limbo territory. Yeah. <laughs> um. um. But I've enjoyed the story so far. Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I was thinking about this earlier as far as like where it ranks among the other expansions. And obviously, I still have quite a bit to go. So I, a little premature, maybe. But Heaven's Ward still takes the cake for me. Uh, that's my favorite. And then I would say this is right there with Shadowbringers, maybe mm. even treading in a, a better. I don't know. It like, like I said, I still have five levels of content, which is, you know, hours and hours uh, yeah. to go so I, i'm not gonna yeah and like obviously like if it like it's sort of been known right this is sort of the conclusion of like a big ar overstory arc over multiple expansions so obviously i feel like yeah the 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 overall feeling is probably going to be heavily tied to how it wraps up right but as far as mechanics and stuff go i've been enjoying like i so i started off a paladin got to level 60 and then I was like, I want to try something else just like in the meantime. Uh, then I started the Scholar, got the Scholar up to 80. And then I was like, oh, I have so many more levels left of the MSQ. I don't want to waste it. So I've been playing a, uh, a Dragoon now. And I really like that. So that, that's the character I'm, I'm working towards right now. But, um, you know, I, I feel like it's a pretty, pretty fun class. And um, some new things have been added already in, in the, the toolkit. Uh, that that just sort of helps just I, dragoons are flying all over the place they're fun to play with um mm -hmm. but i haven't really messed with the two new classes that were introduced uh which are the reaper which is a, a melee dps um and then the sage which is another healer um i my sister is playing reaper and she really likes it uh but she's like she hasn't even gotten into endwalker content yet um mm. so I, was, I don't know um... One of the plight of playing in early access was when we got up to the first trial, everyone was waiting for healers. Like, like Pyron had party <laughs> finders up in every slot except healers was food because all the healers were trying out Sage and had to level that up like 10 levels. Yep, uh, yeah. <laughs> so literally, like, I'm sitting there. It was actually, that's another nice thing. It was like when you're in, like, a party finder or, like, a certain area, it was good because you could 
talk to people about the story say like you could like the shout chat you could be a bit like more safe because you could like you know everyone's up to this point so you can yeah you're all about, waiting for the same quest line yeah yeah like, well you can talk about everything that came before that area because you've got to reach a certain point to get to there so it's really nice um i know some people just keep all the shout chats off because people will, like you know shout spoilers or stuff like that but Being i jerks. also did like it because people were just like just talking about like whatever in the chat it was really it's good to actually see um a multiplayer game be social um i definitely yeah, the, there's nothing better than an mmo launch or expansion launch it's just like you said everyone's in the same spot everyone's sort of doing the same thing and, and figuring things out together um which like so for me like the the most recent i mean i guess i played uh shadowlands uh the, the most recent expansion for Warcraft, but like they do so much like sharding and stuff like in, and where like I could be in the same area as other people, but like you don't see them because they're building off like a, like super old game, right? Like the game's 15 years old and like, obviously they've updated a lot of it and, but like, it's still just like the servers suck essentially. Like you can't have a lot of people in one spot. Otherwise it just, it's just bad. Um, so like when I replayed um, the original, you know, when WoW Classic came out, it was really cool because there was just like in the starting zones, it's like hundreds and hundreds of people. Uh, and it's like, um, man, I remember when this used like the game felt like this, right? Where <laughs> where the retail classic or retail WoW doesn't feel that way anymore. Um, but yeah. I feel like Final Fantasy overall is better than Warcraft as far as seeing people. But nothing's going to top that like fresh. Everyone's in the same spot, yeah, you know, then- foaming at the bit people are actually like helping each other like doing fates and stuff because it's new and you get new rewards for like the you know the incentive for people to be doing stuff um especially because it's just a new thing and then there will like there are when you go in an area you're like you're in like this version area number two or whatever because like they've split it up so that there's not so many people in the one place (laughs) um i forgot what else yeah and then it was a bit where I couldn't find a character, but it's just because everyone was around uh, over them. it. And and there were a Lalafell, so you couldn't see. <laughs> yeah, Lalafell. If you're on PC, hold X to get rid of people's names, and then you should be able to see the, um, <laughs> the quest marker. Um, oh, yeah. And, yeah, there's just been fun things. It was like I was in an area, and someone's like, I'll give 5K guild to whoever tells me where the luncheon toads are. And I'm like, aren't they near the bridges? And then, like, well, I just walked past one, and I saw, like, the region, I saw one, so I'll give you that. So then I, I collected my reward. For- <laughs> <laughs> it, it's and then I was, actually... I did a trade, and I'm like, pleasure doing business with you. <laughs> it's funny. I was in a, a snowy area in the game, and, and I was... I think I just accepted a quest or whatever, and then someone runs up to me and, like, opens a trade, and they gave me a hot chocolate and a cookie. Aww. And I was like, oh... I love I love MMOs so so much, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, David, I feel like you haven't talked in a minute. <laughs> you got any questions about and and Walker or just is this stoking the flames at all or getting you interested in back in playing? Because yeah, you had stopped before Heaven's Ward, which is, before finishing all of Heaven's Ward, uh, which is the second expansion. This is now the f- fifth expansion, right? Yeah, fifth? I think yeah. so. Yeah, because there's. Um... Yeah, because it's Heaven's War, Ward. Original. Well, I guess Heaven's Ward's technically the first expansion, right? Yeah, so I guess there's four expansions and then uh, yeah, a Realm Reborn. Yeah, it's, it's so funny. Like, it's, I don't really need to necessarily be talked into playing it because it, I definitely, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like right there. It's, it's all, I guess it all just comes down to like being scared, scared off by uh, like the time commitment. Just because I know there's like so much. So it says the person who plays Trails game. I know, I know. It and is. I was, I was actually thinking about starting my third run of Trails oh. in the Sky as well. So. Oh, man. You play for- I was just gonna, yeah, exactly. I was just gonna say you, you've been playing reruns <laughs> over there. Yeah. When there's a whole, there's a whole new Final Fantasy game we haven't played. Yeah. I, th- I think I might jump on the train, uh, like especially with. And then uh, even Christmas though... coming up, I'll have some time to do it. So, <laughs> well, I'll get ready for cues. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I guess that's the other thing. But with Endwalker, is there does it follow the same pattern where there's like one ending and then like a 
a prologue afterwards and then the real ending? Well, well the prologue you know, wouldn't be out yet. Yeah, the prologues are normally right. patch contents, like when you do those right. prologues, right? But they, as far as like other, other people I've talked to, as far as we're like, um, you know, like obviously I've finished it now, they actually wrapped up the story in this whole expansion. So any patch content will be going straight towards whatever happens next, whereas normally mm. it'd be tidying up the last expansion and then it would move towards, you know, yeah, setting towards the, table the next. For the next. Ex- yeah. yeah. Uh, whereas it's like, no, the story, it, it's wrapped up. There's the bow. It's, you know. Mm. It, I see. I did not know that. You, I... you build up to a lot of things. You finalize a lot of things. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. that's what I was most excited. Because I feel like playing through it, I would like, I'd love the, you know, beat the expansion, quote unquote, right? And then it's the patch content. And it's usually really amazing, um, mm. but like you don't get experience really, right? So it's like when you're in that grind to get to the end of the, or get caught up, I feel like even like mentally for some reason or another, like, and it, maybe it just purely, oh, I'm not getting experience for this as much and rewards as much. It, it, it's just story, which is great. <laughs> um it felt like sometimes those drag. So I'm excited now that like I'll be caught up and be like, oh, all right. I haven't played MSQ in a month and a half or two months, whatever it is. And now it's new content. And I'd be excited to go do those 10 to 20 quests, whatever they are. You know what I mean? Um, I think that's what I'm excited for with actually being, you know, playing the game present, if you will. Yeah. And then even for people like David who are behind, there's still going to be people playing in like low areas because you know everyone's going on about the game, everyone's talking about the new stuff, mm-hmm. and not everyone's caught up or started recently. Like, um, I picked up the game I think sort of when Stormblood had come out, and then when Shadowbringers came out, I wasn't actually caught up to Shadowbringers to play it. Um, I should log in on launch though. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's, there's, there's still people playing. I think it's more just the um, I think like I was trying to do, I was trying to do a couple of the side content stuff before the, yeah, before maintenance started for and Walker, and that was a, a bit more of a <laughs> struggle because I did the because it was, it was generally it's recommended to do basically all the side content because it like you know you see all the characters from all the different stuff like it's all you know it all wraps the story together. Um, but it was recommended to do the like the Cause Bahamut storyline and the Omega storyline, so I did both of those. Um, and yeah, like they're both relevant to the plot, and it was good to do them. Um, so like it definitely, you know, take your time and do the extra stuff too, because it will count towards like the experience that you get in the narrative. All right, David. Start down. Yeah. down uh, and, you know, I don't know if you need to download. Really, no, but, uh, I don't. I don't think I need to download oh. anything for a little bit. I and can, the Christmas event is on now. The Starlight Celebration. Ooh. Yeah, you get yeah, what? So is it two, one two, minion and one two minions? One's like a ha- oh, they both minions. I yeah. saw the cat on a head. A, I think like I think a housing furniture, which is like the kind of the food kind of one, where like if you eat it, it'll oh, go like away. or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hope I hope uh, I remember how to play when I get in. <laughs> well, been you've been well, booted you from the have, free company you should, you I know should. I probably lost my house and everything um, you should have your little sprout thingy so that's your excuse I lost yeah. my return of symbol partway through doing it and I was like no people might think I know what I'm doing yeah, uh, yeah they're going to think I'm the seasoned veteran <laughs> <laughs> well, but yeah I'm, uh, it's it's amazing dude it's, yeah. I love this game so much I, I will get back maybe Maybe soon if, if I can get into the server. I'll check out the server. I think you and I are on a pretty decent server for like wait times and stuff. And I usually play late at night. So, yeah. Hopefully. So pretty much I've noticed if I log on um, anytime earlier than than like four, like I logged in at 430 today and I had like there's 27 people in the queue. So oh, that's not bad. That's nothing. That That's yeah. literally like two minutes. But yeah. when you start getting after that five o'clock, when people are coming home from work, that's when it skyrockets. So mm. I think last night there was like a 3000 plus queue, which Ooh. is probably a good hour and a half at least, you know? Yeah. So it's one of those things where you just like, oh, I want to play Final Fantasy after dinner. I'm going to start logging in before dinner, you know? My only issue with the like the thing is like you have to babysit the queue because of the error. 
I haven't had that uh, ever. I mean, I do usually come over and take a peek just to make sure, but I haven't yeah. had that ever since like the, I guess it was probably the first week. Yeah. Because I started playing pretty much right on launch day. Um, you know, that first week I had that problem, but ever since I've, I've had no problem queuing in aside from the weight, you know? I'm going to I'm going to change our uh, last call on the fly here but before we get to that um I'm just going to talk a little bit about the the SMT cuz uh one of the games I've been playing lately is SMT4 on the Ooh. on the 3DS and it, first time, right? Yeah, the first time and the like the regular the, 4 or that's the apocalypse one. No, just the regular 4. <laughs> yeah. I think Apocalypse was like a sequel to 4. Apocalypse is incredible. So if you yeah. really like 4, which I'm you haven't told me, but I'm going to take a gander. You do, and you probably <laughs> will like it. Like, I would say for, like, I think, and it might just be recency bias, but, like, I like Apocalypse more, I think, than 4. Well, it's funny because it's such a mirror image of SMT5. Like, SMT5 is all about, like, the demon hunting and exploration, and SMT4 is the exact opposite. It's, like, all story and and character building and uh and it's funny the like the, even like the demons Eastern almost kingdoms of Mikado. Yeah, like it's so and that yeah, and then they're so like I guess just a little backstory that uh, the, it's more of a fantasy like more of a fantasy setting where there there's like this medievalish type kind of area and all these people uh, are gathered. This is all at the beginning of the game. Um, all these people come in to, for this rite of passage to see if they'll become apprentice uh samurai which basically it's like they put a gauntlet like high-tech gauntlet on the arm and if the gauntlet like reacts to them then they become a samurai and what the gauntlet does is it basically just gives you the ability to uh, you know go go into uh, naraku to you know fight with demons negotiate with them your your typical smt and but it but it, it was such a a weird experience going into this fresh uh, after smt5 because it's kind of like the exact like i said the exact opposite where smt5 was kind of just like you know here you're an abuhino now and just you know go out find demons and fuse them together see what happens and, and there's not a whole lot of story to it really and i don't even remember the, any of the characters names <laughs> it's only been like three <laughs> weeks later but like this one it's like there's a there's other samurai that are with you uh, they all have english names i'm sure that helps too um and, Isabel and Walter, right? I believe. Yeah, uh, Isabel, Walter, and Jonathan, and uh, Navarre. I don't know if he's still going to be around or not, but um, we we had a run in with him. It, it, it's it's a very and it's funny because it's uh, very uh, class based. Like the the whole kind of plot right now is kind of like the the poor people um, kind of rebelling up against the the rich people, like the luxurers and the casualry. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's there. So there's like this whole, it's all story. Like even going into uh, the dungeons where like the demons are, you're not even in there for very long. It's like, here's a quest, go do it. So you kind of go in, do your stuff and get out. Like you're really not exploring per se. And, and the demons aren't necessarily like they're, they're more, um, utilitarian, I guess. It's like, they're just tools. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't feel the same, um, like whenever I fused the demon in SMT five, like I, I felt a little sadness because yeah, like, oh, that's my homeboy. <laughs> oh, I love Loki was so great. And I have yeah, to get rid yeah. Of um, but here is yeah, I don't ha- I don't have that same attachment to the to the demons and the the fusing is is nowhere near as good. Like I go in to do the fusing and they're like, here's three options and I'm like three. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you talking about three? Like I'm well, used to going. There's no like, reverse. Um, option right there's no reverse no. fusion where you can just see already what you've got available you got to sort of like click on each demon and then see what they like open up essentially right yeah yeah so yeah and then it's and it's all in the 3ds so it's it's not as 
easy. It's not as quick to kind of go in and look and move around and, you know, see what demons I get. There, there's a little bit more work to it. Um, the person that runs the fusing is hilarious, though, because it's like this little digital looking uh, professor that's like made out of squares. Um, it, so it's, it looks kind of funny. And uh, my one beef with the with the game is I always feel like I never like I keep missing the timing on slashing a demon like I'm always slashing too early. <laughs> and then and then swinging so, a miss. Yeah, so so the, the I'll see the demon running at me and I'll slash, but there's like a delay. Like so, if you miss, there's like a like a, a second before he has to like go back into stance to do the next hit. And while he's doing that, the demon will hit me, and then we'll get a though. Like even though I'm facing the demon, they still get the first hit. So I like I've been I know, like visibly upset a few times where it's like. <laughs> Don't throw the 3DS. Don't do it. Yeah, that's right. Like, don't bust it over my knee. I really <laughs> want to do that right now. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's been fun though so far. I think I'm about five hours in or so. And uh, yeah, like there there was I, I did the quest where the where you go back to your like rural town uh, to find out like that that the black samurai is passing around. Um, this, these books that turn people into demons, and so it's all pretty interesting. I I laughed because the black samurai looks like the um, the costumes that the heroes wear in Strange Journey. That kind of like oh, funny yeah. helmet. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I was started to wonder, like, is there a Strange Journey connection here? It's all SMT, so maybe they're just reusing assets or something. Yeah, I was gonna say probably <laughs> probably a money connection, if yeah. you know what I mean. That's right. Yeah, probably just reusing those assets. <laughs> um. And it is funny to, to see like how most of the demons I've come across aren't even in the other SMT, which which was strange because uh, I can definitely see how SMT five is is much more connected to Nocturne because after we because you and I played Nocturne for a few hours and like a whole bunch of those demons were in SMT five. So there was and and the stories are kind of follow a similar path, like the post-apocalyptic Tokyo and exploring like the, obviously the exploring isn't isn't as good in um, Nocturne as it is in SMT5. But there's still like it almost feels um, like a remake in a, to a certain degree. Um, that was something I think people were like why they did like the Nocturne like rethink before they brought out five. Or sort of why I think why they did Scarlet Sword before they're doing Breath of the Wild 2 and then they showed some stuff in the Breath of the Wild 2 where things were in the air. And I'm like, all right, so they're doing like a remaster that's got like some similarities to like the new thing as like the the tease for the next step. Yeah. No, it makes sense. Like if if you're going to see like themes and, and plots or connections to the old thing then then you know remaster put it out there for people to play and then when they get to the new thing because I, I i think playing nocturne even for the short period you know five or eight hours or whatever it was uh it still gave me enough of uh of a taste of of that style that it didn't take very like it took less time to get into the smt5 strategies than if i was just going in blind so it was it was definitely worth it and i'm I am looking forward to going back to Nocturne um, later on, maybe uh, in the year the, when uh, I, Jordan and Casey are, are up for it at some point. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, it's 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 just interesting to see how how big a jump uh, it's been in in the S and T mainline. Like the oh, to go is- from like Noc- Nocturne <laughs> is kind of like your your. Not not a whole lot of story. I heard it's even less story <laughs> than SMT five. Yeah, that's what I've heard too. So then to go to SMT four, which is like ninety percent story, and then to jump back to five, and and it's uh, back down to the nocturne. And but uh, they need yeah, a it's... happy medium, right? They need they need five's fusion system and just overall like the entire gameplay. Yeah. Um, and just slap on a little bit more story, you know. Well, that, that's the thing. It makes me excited for six because. Uh, you know, well, maybe like well, seven let, or eight years from now. Breaks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say this decade, if we're lucky, it might yeah. that might be a, thir- a twenty thirty game. Because it's one of those things where it's like they they nailed the demon fusing and the exploration. So you know, you, you can just kind of 
Free work, yeah. Keep just that improve and then build it a, a new like, game around it. I'm, it's quite likely. Well, it's it's depend if it's going to be on a Nintendo system again. It definitely won't be on the Switch, even though the Switch may still Hopefully be here not. in five or six <laughs> years. But you would think this might. Yeah, well, it'll be the it'll be teased in the launch, the launch for Switch Two, uh, and then we won't see it for four years. Um, also going back to what you're talking about, like the leaps and advancement for the like the SMT, which is like also because they had like you know, long years between the games. Was like, I was thinking, like, whereas when I played Persona 5 and then I went back to 3, I was like, oh, wow, a lot of this stuff is the same. Yeah. Like, the com- a lot of these combat systems with, like, the one more, like, the the, the weakness and then you're getting an extra attack or the ally having, like, an opportunity to attack more. I was like, oh, this is, like, the same. Like, it's barely changed. It's just all the, you know, the other stuff. Like, whereas in, like, Persona 5, all the dungeons are, like, catered and like specific and not just randomized it was like it was also yeah. really interesting to see <laughs> yeah. very, well it, it shows you they they put all their time into uh like the creative part of it the the design mm. like it's you know they're they i guess they figured the mechanics are like why improve on mechanics that work so they're just concentrating all their time on making everything look nice but then at the same time it makes you wonder like it takes that long to, to do it like i guess it does but it seems yeah. like a really long time yeah. <laughs> this is the last call for alcohol this evening. Drink up, drink up, drink up, and order again. This is the last call for alcohol. Get going. But yeah, I guess uh, this will take us into the last call. And I did have something written down before, but our uh, Final Fantasy fourteen talk has made me uh, go off uh, go off script here. And I was, th- and we briefly touched about it in the intro. Actually, like what comes next after uh, Endwalker? Because this is kind of the um, the end of well, it is the end of the the storyline. Like the uh, a realm reborn begins with you know the crystal bearer, the the story of Hydaelyn and Zodiac. And it ends with Endwalker. So obviously, you know, th- they're going to have to move on to something else. But how with with all of the success and it's funny to have so much success at the end and it's only getting better. <laughs> like we joked that, you know, they, they, they're selling so much that they have to stop selling. Um, so to th- there's likely not going to be getting off this gravy train anytime soon. So it makes you wonder, like, are, do you guys think they're just going to uh, like whatever comes next will just be a new story within the same uh, world? Like, oh, yeah, I've be been be in a game, I know. Um, they've said it's not like it's the final to the story, but it's not the last expansion. I think they've yeah. got at least. Yeah, Yo- Yoshi P's already. Yeah. 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 Um, it, it says and... you help them that it's called Endwalker, so it sounds even yeah. more they... like it's the end. But yeah, no, they've and reassured like, like and, there will and... be more. They hint towards it, but like, there's a lot of the world that the character hasn't actually been to yet. Like, just you know, because you've got the Aeosia, which is like the main continent, but there's still a lot more countries that exist on that. Yeah, like you know, to go to. And who knows what? I am. Um, I'm just wondering, like, you know, how like, are we gonna do stories where the stakes are a bit lower? Like, it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's definitely gotten, quite, yeah. quite saving the world for you know, like, um, so are they gonna, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how they go with the stories. Are they gonna be a bit more, yeah, intimate or like, yeah, yeah be where's, where's the drama? Like local, like, much more localized stories, maybe, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, see, that's like the with Warcraft, right? Like, WoW is started, it was like, you're just a group of unknown adventurers, right? Like, you're not a main character in the game. You're just there adventuring, you get strong enough, and then ultimately, right, like, as the the story has progressed, it's become more more like Final Fantasy, where like, yeah, you're like, obviously like a big deal, you know what I mean? But a lot of the time, like, it just feels very weird and like disjointed, like you're not in the story but you are so I, I like that final fantasy is very much like hey you are the the warrior of light you know like you're the main guy here and boom so i think it would be interesting to do like a more localized story because with with warcraft right it started out local and then it got like big and like you know the cosmos this that and the other thing where i feel like yeah final fantasy is like obviously like this is yeah the the implications of our actions are huge so it will be interesting because that sort of reminds me right with a realm reborn it it was like yeah it was like the fate of the world but it was very much more like hey we're getting 
each of our like each of the three areas sort of back on their feet. You know, we're trying to get everyone on the same page and then this that, you know, it felt more tight. So it would be interesting if they go back to a more like, hey, we're dealing with like building, you know, our societies up or whatever. And and I mean, obviously, yeah, there's going to be some sort of threat or big threat that's either looming or, or very present. But it would be cool to sort of go back to more like the like like I'm lacking the word. Um, but, you know, seeing just like the the quote unquote politics between the, the, the higher ups and like the like, oh, the you've got people lining uh, these people's pockets and, and getting influence and and just sort of like cracking down on that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's like that. um the Lafalel from Lalafell. Uh, Lalafell from the, the, the <laughs> don't la- don't call him a la- don't be laughing at him. The yeah, the, um, the the from the uh, oh the desert. I see this. I've been out too long. Sanalan? No, I forgot the names. Yeah, uh, where Uldah. it was like the end of a realm reborn, where where he was like usurping the queen. I can't think of his Malarida? name. Now. Yeah, I think I can't remember his name, but he was. Oh, he was Tal- like, Tal- Tal- uh, Tal- Tal- <laughs> Yeah, Teleji, Teleji, Teleji. He had like a, a rhyme. <laughs> they had funny names, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, he, he that was kind of an internal thing where it's like, yeah, there was there was the like Garlamade had the yeah. like the main threat was from from the encroaching Garlamad, but the a lot of the like the the ending of a realm of Warren was more directed towards like the um, the inner policy, the inner politics, yeah, like yeah. the the queen losing power over over that part that country or that area and then um the the uh merchants trying to like basically you know keep her as a figurehead but still like run things in the background and just line their own pockets even though you know that there's this threat of invasion <laughs> that they don't seem to <laughs> be too concerned about it or you it's know what, goes it, away it's always the lalafell that are up to no good <laughs> <laughs> i love them but but they are little troublemakers <laughs> Yes, um, it, it will be interesting though, because it's like, yeah, if you're going to a lot of stakes, I hope they they can put in because you know the job quests and stuff. Some of them, especially like like Dark Knight storyline or things like that, they can be really good. And like you know, there's side content and stuff that stories are good, so it'll just be good to see them put all the effort into a story that's not on such a dramatic scale. Like it could still be dramatic because like people's lives will still be, you know, at stake. I'm sure. But just um, yeah, bits more, maybe more politics, maybe more keeping yeah, them on the same. Know, plan. Maybe maybe a big <laughs> mafia drama or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The between the nations, right? I think it's just interesting seeing, yeah, more like oh, because I, I I was gonna, I don't want to get into spoilers, but um, <laughs> but yeah, I think like seeing that it feels more grounded, and yeah, when you start getting into these, you know, and you go to the moon, you know, and that's not a spoiler because they touted that so, off yeah. like ton during the the uh the trailer like yeah but yeah like you know oh we're going to the moon you know like oh, okay this is getting crazy you know versus yeah like oh we just got to go over to ishgard and like try and get them to help us you know yeah <laughs> but yeah no it's definitely gonna be interesting um but i i have uh no doubt that it will probably be very good because i you know they really I mean, Yoshi all of the expansions have been really great, and they've, they've sort of just been killing it, right? So yeah. you, you got to put your faith in them that they're probably going to deliver again. And yeah. hopefully David will be caught up by then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'll, I and I'll have make... gone off to the Oceanic servers, never to be seen again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I got to get get it done before Final Fantasy 16 comes out, because I'll, I'll mm. be lost in that when it comes Dude, out. Oh, I can't... Oh. Is that confirmed for 2022? I don't. It's not confirmed per se, but it's sort of assumed, of it, right? Yeah. yeah, I think they're aiming for holiday 2022. Oh, dude, I I can't remember the last time I've played. I mean, like excluding, I guess, N Walker here, but like <laughs> like a, a Final Fantasy game at launch, yeah, like a, a title, like a numbered title one, you know, a Yoshi P directed one too. Oh, oh produce. He's on the producer. Or produce. Director. Well, if he's involved, I'm sure it'll be good. Yeah. Yeah, um, that guy usually uh, <laughs> turns things to gold, so. Yep. Um, and then I think someone from, like, who was on, like, Devil May Cry 5 team is, like, was part of the combat direction, too, yes. so. 
Oh yeah. man, can you I... imagine? It just plays actually just like <laughs> Devil May Cry. You're like bouncing all over the screen. I mean, yeah, f- uh, fourteen sort of what got me into Final Fantasy because my experience with the series outside of that was basically like you know when I'm growing up, they've already left Nintendo and uh, like growing up with Nintendo, so I was like my my sibling would play the spin-off games like Tactics and Chronicle, Crystal, Crystal Chronicles, Chronicles. Like, yep. um, like those things. Me too. Um, whereas, like, yeah, whereas I looked at the other games and I'd just be like, well, what even is those shoes and that hair? Like, what do you like? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, yeah, this is, like, the first time I'm like, yeah, I am very interested in a Final Fantasy, like a new Final Fantasy game. <laughs> mm, I can't wait. I just want to see some more. I'd just be happy with the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Well, in that trailer, that first trailer was pretty, pretty great too. So, oh uh, yeah, it um, set the table for. I feel like it's gonna be pretty, pretty uh, amazing. Be epic. <laughs> yep. Cool. Well, this is uh, probably a good, good spot to around uh, take off for the for the new year. Right at about an hour uh, on the button here, and um, so uh, depending on when you're listening to this, because this will be coming out. Uh, pretty close to Christmas, either either right before or right after, depending on uh, when it actually launches. But just want to wish everyone uh, that listens uh, a happy holidays and a Merry Christmas and uh, hope uh, everyone's having a relaxing time with their friends and family. And uh, yeah, I guess the next week will be uh, some kind of classic episode, whether it's one of the classic mages or I think I'm ended. I'm going to end up putting a, one of the Abend times on there just to to give people a taste that aren't in the Patreon now to, to see what they're missing. And, uh, and then we'll be back in the new year. I guess uh, we'll be, I guess maybe not right away, but we definitely will be talking about our Secret Santa presence uh, maybe a few weeks in. But uh, there's there's definitely a, a very big 2022 coming up. So lots of uh, lots of good episodes coming up. A lot of great games coming out next year. It's going to be... Uh, um, oh, it's going to <laughs> yeah it's gonna be crazy so uh, i want to thank uh, both uh, you casey and Paige, for joining me for this uh, down to the wire uh, episode right before christmas thank you yep and yeah happy holidays to everyone out there and, and uh, you guys as well thanks again for listening and uh, have a great time bye, bye. adios